Hi, welcome to the Way to Eternal Life podcast with John Gill. Prepare your hearts and minds and be inspired as we open the Word of God today with you. Now, here is John Gill. Greetings in the name of the Lord. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I am your host, John Gill. Let us start out with a word of prayer. Our Father, our Lord God, Lord, we just humble our hearts this this day, Lord God. Lord, we pray, Lord God, Lord, that you would just continuously, Lord, bless this podcast, Lord God, Lord, bless the hearers, Lord God, Lord, and we bind the enemy, Lord. We rebuke the devil on every hand, Lord. That, Lord, we pray, Lord, that you just that some soul will come to know you before the everlasting too late. So now, Lord, just bless, happy way, bless this podcast, Lord. Let it be used for your glory, Lord. Bless, bless the hearers, Lord God, Lord. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would anoint the podcast, Lord. Inspire hearts, Lord. Inspire minds, Lord God, Lord. And whatever's accomplished, Lord, we can be the praise for it all, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. And this is the way to eternal life coming to you over all the major podcast stations. We appreciate you all tuning in each and every time. Um, to this podcast we do apologize for not fully updating everything so but we're going to do all we can lord's willing to actually um get more content in here um so we apologize for for quite a bit of gaps so um so we're we're working on that (laughs) lord help us but anyways um so today we are we have a very special message the lord laid upon our hearts today and uh, we were able to preach this um, at the homeless shelter here in Jackson, Michigan. And the burden was so heavy. And as we were about to close out this year, and as we we're about to close out 2022, or whenever you're going to hear this podcast, it could be 2023 by the time you might hear this podcast, or maybe 24, we don't know. But you may never know where death door is. But if I was you, and as we are finishing up these holiday seasons, and as we are finishing up a lot of these other, uh, as we're finishing up and we're wrapping up the new year, let's not forget why Jesus came into this world. And so in today's message, um, the title of today's message is entitled, uh, Do You Choose Jesus or You Choose Barabbas? And the Lord just laid that burden on my heart. And I just pray that this message will be a tremendous blessing to you. We pray that the songs and a few of the testimonies and a few exhortations leading up to today, to that message will be inspiring, also encouraging you and strengthening your heart. May the Lord truly bless you as you're listening and may God bless you. Church, if you don't have a church yet, go join these guys Sunday nights. You guys got something meeting tonight, right? Wednesday nights? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Join them after this if you're interested in that. they got a great church. Let me pray for us. We'll get us started. We love you, Jesus. So grateful for our time together tonight. Grateful for people to love us, that love you so much, and excited about you opening your word to us. Teach us tonight. We're here to learn. Amen. Amen. you. Good to be back. Appreciate God for His goodness to us all. Good to see familiar faces. You know, because tonight we want to leave you encouraged and inspired and with some hope. You know, we just appreciate God for what He's done for each one of us. You know, we all come from different uh, backgrounds and situations, but the one common denominator. It's, it's God that helped us, brought us to where we are right now today. You know? That's a miracle within itself. So what we want to do is we have like some excellent singers. And uh, you guys are going to appreciate our singing. We really are.
Okay. Um, like I said, we got some nice songs, we got some nice singers. Um, we hope to encourage, inspire you. Um, we got a few testimonies we want to share. Um, we got a word of encouragement we want to leave with you. And we pray that we be a blessing. We don't come as often, but when we do come, we would like to make a difference. So with that, so you all give it what you got. Let's get some inspiration going. Amen. Amen. Alright, there are words, sing sing along. Amen. Would you be free from your burden of sin? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, a wonder-working power in the blood. In the blood of the Lamb. Certain slopes, but he waited 
and he knew he waited a little longer than he should have. Mm -hmm. It was getting late in the evening, but he wanted to do it anyway. And he thought, if I don't do it today, I may never get it done. Mm -hmm. So, sun is starting to just look like it's gonna touch the top of the mountains and go under. He began climbing in earnest. Now you know climbers, when they climb, they have all their gear, things wrapped around their waist, and they have things that can secure them to the mountainside in case they fall. And he was careful. He secured himself as he went higher and higher, kept climbing. Darkness fell, <coughs> kept climbing. He wanted to reach the top of the slope. So he climbed and he climbed. Now one thing he remembered was that it gets cold at night out west. It might be like desert during the day, but it gets cold. So the temperature began to drop, and he had to watch because it was getting slippery. It's getting cold. You know, if I don't get to the top soon, I could end up freezing out here. So he was working away at climbing this mountainside. And there in the darkness, he could no longer see his way, so he was just feeling along. And all of a sudden, he slipped. He began to fall. But all this rope, he didn't know how long it was going to take for him to actually drop to the end of the rope. So he kept falling and falling. Then finally, it caught hold jerked him. There he was hanging, suspended in the darkness. And he didn't have any idea how late it was, but as he hung there, he thought, nobody's going to be coming this way tonight. All traffic usually stops coming this way when the sun goes down. Who's going to seek me out here? How can I get a hold of anyone? And during those days, they didn't have cell phones, so he wasn't equipped with anything that he could call for help. So this man knew the only hope that he had was to call upon God. And isn't that like a lot of us? When we get in those situations that there's nobody around, we're all alone, we can't do anything else, then we call on God. Well, that night that man called on God, and he didn't just call it a simple little prayer, you know, wasn't like I, like I laid me down to sleep and that kind of thing. No, he was in earnest. He said, God, I need you. Lord, will you please help me? Send somebody to help me. And the Lord My spoke Lord. to him clearly and told him, cut the rope. He thought, what? Cut the rope? Suspend it and cut the rope? Where I could fall to a certain death? When he prayed and cried again, God said, cut the rope. And he thought it was so clear, but am I deceived? Am I getting delirious? What's going on? Why would I cut the rope? That's just suicidal. So he hung there and hoped for the day when somebody maybe would be riding that way. Do you know, in the morning after the sun came up, there was somebody that came riding that way, only to find a man suspended by a rope, only about two feet off of the ground. He was dead because he had frozen to death. All because he didn't cut the rope as God had commanded him to cut the rope. So I don't know tonight what God is telling each of you to do, but we need to be careful when God is saying to us, may save your life. That's the rope, my Lord. The message is definitely clear. My Lord. It's always good to obey God. That's right. Even when it don't seem reasonable, it's always good. I got a scripture I want to read very quick. 
found over in Genesis chapter 15. And everybody, I don't know if everybody's familiar with the story of Joseph in the Bible. But Joseph was a, he had, he had some brothers, he had a lot of brothers, you know, but Joseph was the youngest and he was favored by his father. And because he was favored by his father, his brothers were jealous of him. You know, for dad made him a beautiful coat. And, and because of the jealousy, the brothers found opportunity. They, they, they uh, took their brother and sold him into slavery down into Egypt. While he was there, God blessed him. And toward the end, Joseph uh, became second man in all of Egypt. Because of God's favor on his life. And there was a famine. There was a famine in the land. And there was food in Egypt. So everybody would have to come to Egypt trying to get whatever they could uh, to survive the famine. And uh, Joseph's brothers ended up coming. And they got reacquainted. They got reacquainted. And the brothers was thinking that because of Joseph was such a high power and what they had did to him, they were sure that Joseph was going to try to get revenge and, he, and was going to probably do them some harm. But that's not how Joseph seen it. Joseph was a man of God, and he forgave his brothers. And this scripture right here is with Joseph's feelings and conversation toward his brothers and what they had did to him. And they sold him into slavery because of jealousy. It's in verse 20. He says, but as for you, you fought evil against me. And they sold him into Egypt. Mm -hmm. They plotted against him evil. Yep. He said, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day, and to save much people alive. And I was just thinking how there's a lot of times in our life we could find ourselves in a very low place. My Lord. And we could think that some great evil has happened to us, or something about this is not good. Not realizing that many times that what we consider to be something bad, God is using that situation to bring us to a better place. And many times God has to isolate us. We have to be isolated because in life there's too many distractions. We feel that we are so we're so much in control. But God has to isolate us and take away our control. So like we can, like the sister was saying, cut the rope. We can listen to God and realizing that He has a better plan for us. You don't always look at your situation as if this is some evil thing that's happened to me. You know, sometimes you have to look at it like God is really trying to isolate me to get me to focus on what He has to say to me, to take me to a better place. This is transitional. This is not your end. This is transitional. Mm -hmm. Amen. Um, what we want to do is we, we, we want to get like maybe two testimonies to share short testimonies. And uh, we'll have another song and then we're going to bring in our speaker. Um, yeah. um, we'll start with Brother Bill. Your testimony and then uh, we'll get with the sisters. Maybe Sister Paula. Mm -hmm. Testimony maybe. Thank God for being here. My name is Billy Wilson. I'm 41 years old. When I walked into the shelter, I didn't recognize it. It's like a, they got a facelift. Because uh, it was a time I stayed. It was a time. It was a time. I'm real familiar with this side of town. It was a time I used to be up and down this street doing, doing whatever I thought I could do, but I was wrapped up in sin. Yeah. Wrapped up in sin really bad. I was addicted to drugs, heroin, methamphetamines, drinking. God just did whatever I wanted to do. I started off smoking weed. It's a house. It's an apartment. You can't see it because there's two houses right here. It's this house and I guess a house right next door. And then it's a and then it's an alley. And it's a blue apartment complex over there. Happy way, Holy Ghost. Happy way, happy way. Like I said, I was wrapped up in sin. God has saved me many, many times. Many times. In sin, while I was while I was in sin, God has saved my life. <coughs> Preserved me. Sustained me. Wow. 
I was in an apartment with some individuals. The dose I took, I took so much of it that when I came to it, I was rolling on the ground outside. Mm. Fighting, swearing. A few people was out there, they said the police is coming. I was so muddy. Didn't know what happened between me being on the ground and me being, when I left the house, I didn't know what happened. Yes, my God. Mm. I walked here into the shelter. I was muddy, the ground was wet. Both of my shoes were missing. I had one sock on and I walked in. And they knew me because I was, you know, I was, I was up and down the street. They knew me very well. And I was working here by the name of Crystal Wade. She said, sweetheart, she said, sit down. She said, what's going on? I didn't have no answer for it. I really don't have like a moral to the story. It's just I, I, I thought of that when I walked in here. Yeah. I thought of that, and, and, and then it's like I know where God brought me from. Yes, that's the moral. My Lord, Amen. my Lord. It's an agony. It's a defeat. It's a, it's a loss of self when you're out there in sin. I was being punished because I was on the dark side. I didn't know that. I didn't know I was working against God. I didn't know I was working against God. I was punishing myself. But God knows what reason. I was punishing myself. Sister Dorinda made a good point. She said, uh, the guy that was dangling out there on the road cried out for God. I cried out for God many times. But as I laid in my bed today, previously I asked God, I say, expand me, Lord. Use me. Use me. I want, a, I want a deeper relationship with God. A lot of things that I do, I take a step back from it. And I deny myself certain things so I can have a deeper relationship with the Lord. I'm learning to listen to him. And as I was laying in the bed, I only got like an hour or two sleep today. When I wake up, if I wake up to go use the bathroom, see, I set my alarm. I made some chicken. It was too hot to put in the fridge. So I made some chicken, and I didn't want to put it in the fridge right away. So I set my alarm for like an hour and a half. So I felt I was in a deep sleep, heard my alarm. Got up, wrapped the chicken up, put it in the fridge. And from that point, I couldn't get back to sleep. I just laid there, just laid there, just laid there. And uh, this service came to my mind. Even though I wanted to sleep in till 6 o'clock and get up and go to service, I asked God, I said, expand me. You hear me? Expand me. I hear it a lot. It says uh, the harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. He's been awakening me yesterday and today and it's like he's looking at me he's seeing what I'm going to do so I get down and pray I get before God I'm trying to expand myself me expanding myself I'm killing something inside that needs to be dealt with and I thank God for showing me that I thank God for the, the desire and the will and the hunger that he has given me and I will not I will not ignore that. I will act on that. Because I know where God brought me from. I can see myself walking down the street, walking up in here muddy, just messed up. Just messed up. I thank God each and every day that I can open my eyes and call myself a child of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank God for giving me the strength to be able to provide for my family and for myself, for sustaining me. 
We all have a story. My story is not deeper than yours. I don't know what each and every one of you went through. I'm proud to say I'm a child of God. I'm proud to be here with the saints of God. I'm proud to be out here laboring in front of the shelter, giving my testimony. It is hope out there. There's so much hope out there. This gift, you cannot go and purchase this gift nowhere. With this gift, it will change your life. It will change your outlook. More importantly, it will get you into heaven. Because one thing I've learned is that God saved me, but he saved me for a reason. What is it? I don't know yet. But I will search. I will get before him daily and constantly to find out what that is. If, this, if, I don't, if, if, it's, if it's not a reason, I'm fine with that. I just want my soul to be secured up in heaven. Thank you. Good evening. I'm Sister Pauline. Um, I thank God to be here tonight for my salvation. There was a time I used to come to this place and I never did like it. I just came because my sister bought me. And uh, I was on alcohol and drugs very badly. Used to hang over there in the hood. Uh, run up and down the street from sunup to sundown. And just being out in the streets, doing whatever I could to stay high. Wow. Keep my mind off of my life and the wrong that I had did in it. Mm. Uh, not wanting to face my problems or anything, you know. Just deceiving myself. Letting the devil use me up. Mm. And... Um, one day I got tired. I got tired and I cried out to God. And he heard my cry. And I thank him for it. Now I'm in a better place. Doing better things. Trying to please him and serve him. And give my testimony to others that he will change your life. He'll change you, rearrange you, and give you a better life. There is hope. There's a lot of hope. And I thank God for my salvation. Right now, even, I'm in a dark place. I would call a dark place. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of deaths in my family, and they was close death. People I really, really loved. But I, I thank God because I got to see some of them change their lives. Some of them did, some of them didn't. But I thank God that he has given me the mind to accept that I, I have chosen life or death. You have a choice. Life or death. Well, today I'm, I'm living. I'm living. The true life. That's right. Because I know once That's I leave right. here, there's a better life even Amen. than this. Yeah. Even than this. So it's all about making right choices and and also depending on God for everything. I depend on God for everything now. Because all the choices I made was wrong. Wrong choices. Even though I had a good heart, I had good intentions sometimes. But they were just wrong and they led me down the wrong road. And the people I was around, they weren't trying to help me. My so-called friends, oh, believe me. The saints of God, now I have new friends. There you go. And I know they won't tell me nothing that's going to hurt me. You have to watch who you listen to. Watch who you let lead you. Because if they're not of God, or if they don't have any, how can I say it? If they don't have God in their lives, or good intentions for themselves, they can't have it for you. So I just thank God for salvation. I thank God for being here tonight. And I hope that my testimony can help somebody. Never give up, though. Never give up. I'll never give up. I had family still out here in the street on drugs and alcohol, nieces and nephews that ended up in prison. I was also locked up at one time. I know what it is to be incarcerated. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And that, I think, helped me straighten up a little bit, too, because... I was the type of person didn't like nobody telling me what to do. That's right. You know? Amen. But now I got God telling me what to do. And I like listening to him because I'm 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 on a better path now. I feel better. I'm living the life that I was intended to live in the first place. God will show you, he'll open your eyes to brand new things and 
peace and joy and love will be a part of your life. I was headed to the road to hell. And it was already death because I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy at all. Trying to do drugs and alcohol to smother everything just brought me misery. I, misery loved company. That's what I kept saying. But I was being, I was my own miserable. I was my own worst enemy, to tell the truth. But I just thank God for my salvation tonight. And I thank God for the shelter because I know it's helping people. Back then, I looked at it like, in a different way. I, I, I don't want to be a part of it. But now I do. I want to be a part of the shelter because I know I can reach out to somebody, tell somebody that there is a better way and there is a God that will turn your life around and make you better than what you ever could be. So have a blessed night and thank you. Somebody been to church before? Thank God for the testimonies, real life testimonies. I'm sure everybody has one. Um, you know, I just want to appreciate you, brother, and how you run the shelter right now. Because you hear how important the shelter was to different people at different times in their lives. And I'm just thinking about Brother Billy's testimony and Sister Pauline. What would have happened that day if the shelter had not been done? What would have happened? So many people find themselves in situations. Mm. And, and you know, it's almost like at that moment, at that moment, if the, them shelter doors was not open, uh, it would have been a much different story. So we definitely want to appreciate you. What you do for our community. It's just a blessing, it really is. Um, <clears throat> Brother Joel, we have one more song? Yeah. All right, then we'll turn over. souls, my God. We pray that you open up the eyes, Lord. Open up ears. Give them an ear. Let them hear, Lord. Let them hear what, what thus says the Lord today. Bless Brother John. Anoint him, my God. Keep him strong, Lord.
take the fear out of each and every soul in here. We love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I'd like to say uh, good evening to everyone here tonight. Um, our time is well spent. Um, the testimonies went right into my message tonight. So it's like, oh, Lord, I'm like, y'all already preached my message. So, but thank God, that's what we're talking about, being in tune with the Spirit. So we thank God for being here today. Um, this is the last year of 2022, and what a better way to celebrate uh, 2022 with a life change Amen. and a life rearranged. Amen. And so I thank God that how God um, saved me, kept me for over almost 30 some, what is it, 33 years now. And I thank God for how that he has kept me and sustained me. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just like so thankful and so, so privileged to just be able to be worthy to even present what the Lord had on my heart today. So at this time, um, without further ado, um, we're going to do our best to try to condense a lot of our thoughts down. Um, I do know that um, tonight um, or this month, a lot of people are so-called celebrating Christ's birth and talking about, you know, Christmas and all of that. But I am here to let you know that you can celebrate Christ's birth with a new life. Mm, amen. That's why the Bible says, if therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. You could be new tonight in Christ Jesus. And so, and I was sitting here thinking, they always go back to like the manger scene. And I really thought about this. And um, I'm going to ask um, someone to read for me. Um, we're going to go straight to the point here Luke chapter 2. And then we're going to start reading in verse 1. Someone might help me out a little bit of reading here. And it came to pass mm-hmm. in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus. Now, this is a very well familiar passage. It's a well familiar story. A lot of people use this to talk about, you know, the birth of Christ and everything else. And what the point that I want to honestly get to, um, we're going to scroll down, um, go to verse 4. And Joseph mm-hmm. also went up from Galilee mm-hmm. out of the city of Nazareth yes. to Judea, yes. unto the city of David, yes. which is called Bethlehem, mm-hmm. because he was of the house and lineage of David, yeah. to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. Okay. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. Mm-hmm. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and had laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Just stop right there. I really had a really, I had really meditated on just that part. Mm. Now, in verse number one, you notice how everybody was all busy doing their own thing. Mm. And here it is, they probably heard, like some of you all here tonight, probably heard the prophecy of Jesus and how that he was coming to come into the world and everything else. And what did many people do? They, they did their own thing. They, they, they went out and bought, sold, whatever they wanted to do. And then it said that, uh, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. So I thought, I looked it up. I said, well, what does the word manger mean? Because a lot of times, like, when they really, uh, they, they, they always put a little picture up about mangers and stuff like that. But when I looked at it, and it said a manger, a manger is a box. That's where they put our Lord, in a box. So I thought about it this way. I said, that's how low he went just to get us. That's how low he went because he loved us just that much. That he was willing to go all the way down to a box. 
And then it said um, in Matthew chapter 2, where it talks about that he was in, uh, in, uh, in a stable. Because guess what, folks? A lot of us were in a stable-like condition. If you look up what the word stable means, the word stable means uh, a barn, some place where, where they put animals at, some place where they put the horses at, the hay and all of that. That's how we were when we were in sin. We ate the hay, we ate the, we, we, and sin, and you know what, and how that the animals were stinky. They, they couldn't, you couldn't even bear the smell when you go into a barn. I know this for a fact because I've been in barns. I've been in, on the farm where it'd be stinking and everything else. And guess what? When we, when we were without hope and without God, we were stunk in the nostrils my of God. God. My God, amen. That's why Jesus, he came to this world because he went so low because that's where we were. That's where our need was. We were so low. We were so bottom out. And the Bible says that, that if you make your bed in hell, I will be there. Mm-hmm. Wow. What hell? They ain't talking about the hell where, 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 where we will be cast forever. It's talking about our hellish condition. <clears throat> some of us had so we had some messed up lives, some wretched life, some miserable <clears throat> life. Some of us even thought about committing suicide and everything <clears throat> else. But Jesus came. He died. He suffered, mm-hmm. bled, and died. He came all the way down to where we were just to deliver us from the power of sin. Praise God. Amen. So a lot of times when we sing the songs of there is power in the blood, it took Amen. that power Amen. just to save somebody like yes, me. Sir. And that same Jesus that we were singing about, the same Jesus that we were that we were testifying about, he came to save a person that was low, wretched, um, you, uh, what the world would call a nobody, and he could turn you into somebody. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> That's what our Lord came to do. So he went through. So fast forward. He went through judgment hall, the judgment hall, the judgment hall. I'm going to refer to this in Luke chapter 23. So we're going to, uh, you don't have to turn there, but for time's sake, I'm going to, um, my message tonight is this. Do you choose Christ or do you choose Barabbas? Mm. You might say, well, what Barabbas are we talking about here? Now, you, if you look at how that they how it's projected, how they were angry at everything that he was saying and everything else and all the teachings and stuff like that and everybody, you all know the story. And no doubt, when he was standing there, when Jesus was standing there from judgment hall to judgment hall, no doubt he was in his mind thinking of you and I. And he was saying, probably, privately saying, Father, forgive them. For they honestly know what they don't. They don't even know what what they're doing. They're rejecting me. That Barabbas that you, that, the Barabbas that's in the scripture talks about that he was a con artist. He was a murderer. He was, he was a thief. Well, guess what? Some of us were murderers. Some of us were thieves. Some of us had the drugs. Some of us, the Barabbas of drugs. Which would you prefer, to have the, the Barabbas of drugs? Or would you choose Christ? Mm. They kept saying, no, I don't want that Christ. I don't want that Christ. Oh, I heard enough of that. And some of us in here probably say, I heard enough of that. Oh, yeah, I heard this. I heard this. I heard that. But I'm tired of that. The first thing that when I get out of this service, the first thing that I'm going to do is that I'm going to uh, blow, uh, blow up the joint. First thing that I'm going to think about is that I'm going to do this, that, and the other. I, I don't want to hear about that. And so then they said, Get him out of here. In some cases, they said, shut up. I don't want to hear nothing that he has to say. Is that me tonight? Do you choose that Barabbas? They were crying out. They said, look, we hear you, Jesus. We, we hear all this. But guess what? We still want to do our own thing. Mm. We want to do our own thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That's right. Here it is. He went all the way down. So if you fast forward back, he came down to a manger. He went to where we were. 
And yet, do you still reject him in your heart? Or do you prefer to be in the place that you're currently in right now? That same Jesus that was beaten, that was whipped, that was spat upon, that was, that was nearly mutilated, loved you so much that he, the scripture says, that he was willing to despise the shame. I know a lot of times like when they, when they reenact the, the crucifixion of Christ, they usually put a loincloth around in his private area and all that, but in the scripture, it actually says he was so publicly humiliated, they was physically naked in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And then they stood there and pointed and laughed. And all I thought about was this, this is that my sins had him up there on that cross. Mm-hmm. He bared the whole world on his back. And when he died, mm-hmm. all he kept saying was is that before it became father for Satan, you know, why hast thou forsaken his Before all of that, he looked down again and said, Father, forgive them, for they honestly know not what they do. God tonight is asking you tonight. There is hope and there's true deliverance. He can break every yoke, every, every sin that you have, everything that you are bound by. He can break it right here and now. And that same inspiration that they were talking about tonight, he is here for you right now. All he wants to know, are you willing to surrender? Amen. Are you willing to surrender? Or do you choose the way of the world? Do you choose the way that you are currently doing That same Jesus that came to your stable-like condition. And they said that there was no room for him in the end. I-N-N. So there was no room, and it was done on purpose, because if he was in um, a place, I'm going to break it down to where we at. If he, were, if he was born in a place like Holiday Inn, the Marriott, the, uh, the, the Hiltons, and all of that, None of us would never have a chance. But he went to where we were. He went to a barn to be born. And you know the wise men, when they said that, when they went to Herod, they said, they went up to Herod, they said, you know what, we saw a star, and we want to see where this Jesus that they're talking about is, do you know where he is? Oh, when Herod heard that, 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 like, excuse you? Uh, what did you just say? Some king is going to come over, uh, over me? I don't think so. And then he lied and then said, you know, when you find him, come right back and let me know so I can go back and worship him too. But in his heart, he was saying, kill him. I'm going to ask you a question tonight to every audience that's in here. Are you saying in your heart to kill him? I don't want to have nothing to do with him. Or are you going to say, like the wise men did, when they, when they followed that star, you know the star represents God's ministers, God's ministry. And you know what? The star is here right now. And it's, we're pointing you right to Christ. The same star that pointed them to Christ is the same star that's pointing you to Christ tonight. He's here for you. Amen. And when they came, they said that they were rejoicing. Now they say wise men, so a lot of times when they put it out there on that on the on the on the little uh, place and all that, it's three wise men and all that stuff. No, the Bible didn't say how many wise men there were. It was just wise men. They came, they saw Jesus, and they fell down and worshiped, and then they gave them frankincense and myrrh, which represents in our case, I'm giving you the best that I have, God. Mm-hmm. I know that you came here for my need. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give you. What you gave me. My God. So the Amen. song forth we sing. Amen. Jesus paid it all. Amen. And all to him we owe. We owe him. Yeah. He already did his job. So now he wants us. We owe him. We want to give him back 
Lord, I want to give it all to you. I want to give just like the like they gave the frankincense and myrrh, the most expensive thing they ever had. God says, I want all of you or none of you. So tonight, we're here to bring you hope. We're here to inspire you. But at the same time, don't delay. The Bible says the day that you hear God's voice, hard not your heart. God is calling. God is here for you tonight. All he wants is that are you willingly to surrender? We say let go and let God. Okay, well then how do I let go? You let go of you. Whatever it is got you bound. Whatever you got to call it for what it is. Hi, my name is whatever it is. AA couldn't do it. None of the other anonymous can't do it. All you got to do is take one step to Jesus. And that same Jesus can change your life in an instant. So my question to you is this. Are you willing to come? Are you willing to surrender? Because tomorrow ain't promise. Because this could be your last message. So if this is, if, if you don't want this to be your last message that you hear, God's saying to you tonight, will you let me in? You're tired. You're miserable. You're already depressed. Some probably in here are thinking about committing suicide. <clears throat> Some in here is probably thinking saying to themselves, there really is no hope. I've been out here far too long. Oh, yes, you might have been out there far too long, but there's still hope. Still hope. Yes, sir. Amen. He is saying to you tonight, who do you choose? Do you choose the one that came and went as low as he could possibly go to get you? Or do you choose Barabbas? Are you saying, Lord, I receive you? Or are you saying, crucify him? Tonight, my friends, the ball is in your court. There's hope. There's true deliverance. And it's available for you right here and right now. While the water, while the water is troubled, while God is talking, God is talking to someone right here and now. And he's saying to you, will you just come? Don't delay you don't have to wait till I'm through talking just to come on up here for prayer. Lord, I want to I wanna be saved. Well, what is saved? Well, I'm going to break it down to you. The Bible says in Matthew 1, 21, and, he, and she, Mary, shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he, Jesus, will save his people from their sins. So when you take something away from me, I no longer have it. That's what Jesus came for you. For you today. But he's saying, will you come? Will you come? Shall we stand? I'm done. So we appreciate hope. Amen. Amen. Transform our lives, turn us around. Gave us the opportunity to come back and share a testimony of song, listen, inspiration, some encouragement. Because you know, this time of year is when families often get together. And for some people, this is the best time of the year. For some people, this is not. They can't be with their loved ones. Um, whatever reason, sometimes it's not always that way. But we want to just offer a prayer. I'm going to say a prayer. God will bless us all and help us all get through the season and that we can find some joy. That we won't overlook the common things that God has blessed us with our health, our strength, sound minds, family. There's a lot of things that God has blessed us with. It's so common, we've enjoyed it every day of our lives, and sometimes mm-hmm. we take it for granted. Yes. But tonight we want to recognize God and His goodness. And in this closing prayer, if there's anyone that's not connected to God, that doesn't have a relationship with God, just pray and ask God to come into your life. Be sincere about it, be real about it, 
and God will respond. He'll turn your life around. Amen. So let's look to the Lord, and we will ask God's blessing on this audience. Our most kind and gracious and loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we're thankful. Lord, we're grateful for life and that more abundantly. We thank you for our health, our strength, Lord, for the shelter and all they provide for this community, Lord. Those, my God, who run it, how they run it, my God, with a compassion and care. Lord God, we just thank you for those that are here. Realize that this is not their end. They're just in transition. Yes. Lord, they're in timeout, maybe no. trying to get people's attention. Stand realize, my God, there's some place you want to take us. Encourage well, we gotta, you gotta, you got to connect to us, and you have to take us there, Lord. So we want to all Lord. have a relationship with you, Lord. Father God, we're thankful, Father, for those that are here today, Lord God. We don't know what may be on their minds, on their plates, what they're dealing with. Whatever it may be, Father, we pray you speak to their hearts. And help us all to realize, my God, we're just a prayer away from a breakthrough, a clean breakthrough where our life is transformed, where life is different now. We're walking down a different path than we ever walked down before. Lord, we want you to bless and have your divine way. Lord, we want to be sincere. The only way we can deal with Christ and get a response is out of sincerity of heart. Father, we pray your blessings, Father, over each and every one of the children, the parents, their God, those that are estranged from their families, those who may be having issues in their bodies, Whatever the situation may be, we can take everything to God in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity tonight to yes, share a word. Appreciate you, Father God. Yes, we ask Lord. your blessing to be with us throughout this evening, dear God. And Lord, through this season, and Lord, we won't cease to praise you, Father. You've been good to us. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless everyone. We hope that you enjoyed the Way to Eternal Life podcast today. If we can be of any help, please let us know by emailing us at contactjohngill at waytoeternallife.com. Once again, that is contactjohngill at waytoeternallife.com or visit us on our website at www.waytoeternallife.com to eternallife.com or like us on Facebook at Way to Eternal Life 53. Don't forget to subscribe and download the podcast to get continuously episodes. And now, here is John Gill with the final thoughts. We so thank you for tuning in to today's message. Choosing Jesus or do you choose Barabbas? And as you ponder on that message today, don't ever forget of why Jesus came into this world. We, a lot of times, we go back to the manger scene. We go back to uh, where where he talks about what he was in a manger and all that, but you know the um, you know what he grew up and he died. He suffered, bled, and died for you and for me that we may live. So my 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 challenge is for you. Don't end this year. Not knowing the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. You have the opportunity now to receive him into your heart. You might say, well, I, I, I may be a Christian, but yet I still sin. Or I, I may be a Christian, but I still curse. No, you're not saved. The Bible says that Matthews one twenty one. it says, And she, Mary, shall break forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he, Jesus, will save his people from their sin. Jesus' people is saved from their sins. So when you are saved from sin, you have eternal life. And my friends, if you are, if you're thinking about contemplating suicide or whatever you might be contemplating on, now is the time. The day that you hear his voice, hard not your heart. God has plans for you. Here it is. We're wrapping up things in 2023. 
excuse me, in 2022. But don't end the year out unprepared to meet God. While you have, while you, while, while the, while is still, while the blood is still warm in your vein, you're not dead. You're listening in. You got, and you God could have taken you out, but you're still here. But if I was you, I will humble my heart right now. Wherever you may be at, you may be at the at the supermarket listening in. You may be at your home listening in, or you might be going to use the restroom. Whatever you may be at, or you may be in your office. You may be at the at a school building, whatever it is. And if you if you know God has been dealing with your heart, you know you may not necessarily know what it is, but that's the Holy Ghost that's talking to you, that's telling you to give your heart and life to Him before the everlasting too late. Now it's the acceptable time. He came down. Jesus came down to this car, to this dark, cold, sinful world to give a life a ransom for you and for me. And if I was you, I would humble my heart and say, Lord, I surrender. Now is the time to surrender. Don't wait till tomorrow to surrender, but now is the time to surrender here and now. God wants to fix marriages. God wants to fix your life and turn your life around. The devil wants to hold you where you're at. But you can break free right here and now. The inspiration is there right now. You may never, you may not ever get this kind of while the water is, while the water is troubled. You may never get this opportunity again. But if I was you, my friend, Consider your one and only soul. Wherever you're at, whether you're driving in the car, listening, or wherever you're at, because let me tell you something, death can come for any reason. And when you want to, for death to catch you unprepared to meet God, who do you choose today? Do you choose Jesus or do you choose Barabbas? Do you choose a life free from sin, free from condemnation? Or would you choose misery and woe and on your way to a devil's hell? The choice is yours, my friend. The choice is yours. Oh, my my heart is so burdened for you. Don't die unsaved. Don't die without knowing Christ. And let me say this too. For those who might be thinking about leaving Christ and you're going back out in the world, is it worth going back out and seeing it? you rather backslide after you tasted Life pure riches after you tasted Christ and you want to go walking out on him because things didn't work out. Which would you choose to stay with Christ or is the grass still green on the other side? If I was you, humble your heart. And say, Lord, I truly surrender. Whatever you have for me. Lord, I surrender everything to you. You gave your life for me. You came down to a barn. You came down to a stable. Because we were all in that stable-like condition. We were all in that barn-like condition. We were filthy animals. That's what sin does. Sin is filthy. It's nasty. It stinks. 
Would you want to stay in that filth? Or to be clean? Jesus paid it all. And all to him we are. May the Lord truly bless you. As we wrap up this year, may the Lord truly bless you. And may he keep you. Our burden, our prayer is, choose Christ. Let me say a prayer as we close out today's podcast. Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, this is the day that most folks would have celebrated your birth. But Lord, we're celebrating your birth with a new life in you. Lord, we pray that every listener under the sound of our voice today, Lord, that they would choose you. Lord, just help them, Lord God, Lord. Lord, help them to break free, Lord. We bind the enemy right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, just help them, Lord, to surrender all to you, Lord. Lord, just help them, Lord God, Lord. Strengthen them, Lord God, Lord. You see, Lord God, Lord, what they what they stand in need of. So, Lord, help them out, Lord. Lord, those that are thinking about committing suicide, we pray, Lord, that you we bind the suicidal thought right now in the name of Jesus. Those who was thinking about smoking that weed or smoking that blood, smoking that marijuana or drinking that drink or smoking that cigarette or, or, or doing something that's ungodly. We pray we bind that enemy right now in the name of Jesus. Those that are thinking about leaving you, Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would draw their minds back and say that that world is not your friend. Lord, help them, Lord, in a very special way. Now, Lord, bless. Continue to bless. Lord, just thank you, Lord, for what you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. May God bless you. Thank you for listening and may God bless and keep you.